I hope you're tucked in. Cause you are now in bed with Dr. Sue. Hello everyone, and welcome to another Summer of Domination show on In Bed with Dr. Sue. This is Dr. Sue, duh. And on this show, I have not one, but two beautiful ladies with me, Lady Lux and Mistress Luscious. A veritable WWE tag team of domination. These two besties are going to show you how life can sometimes knock you in a different direction. But when you have a kindred spirit, geography means nothing. I'll bring you Lady Lux and Mistress Luscious right after this. Maxim Magazine calls it one of the 100 things to do before you die. The Los Angeles Times calls it the mother of all Halloween blowouts. Saturday, October 31st, Halloween night at the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. It's the 20th anniversary of the fetish and fantasy Halloween ball. That's right, fellow freaks. The Fetish and Fantasy Halloween Ball is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year, and the insanity will be mind-blowing. Three giant rooms on two levels provide you with six hours of erotic intensity and entertainment, featuring the Psycho Circus, Phantom's Lair, the Red Room of Pleasure, and the Human Zoo along with the hottest DJs in Vegas and L.A. burning up the dance floor. And don't miss the Lifestyles Expo, where you can pick up all your kinky toys and meet some of the sexiest folks in fetish. The 20th anniversary of the Fetish and Fantasy Halloween Ball is going to be huge, and I've scored you a discount on your tickets. Simply go to wanttickets.com backslash rubber to save $10 on each general admission ticket you buy. Get your tickets now, because the price goes up the closer it gets to Halloween. Right now is the best time to buy. Go to wanttickets.com backslash rubber and enter the promo code rubber to get your discount. And don't forget to grab your VIP tickets for even more freaky fun while you're there. That's wanttickets.com backslash rubber and enter the promo code rubber. The 20th anniversary of the fetish and fantasy Halloween ball at the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. Halloween night. Join me. I dare you. (laughs) And now here's Lady Lux and Mistress Luscious. You guys, again, I always say you're lucky, but... I'm telling you, you're lucky this time because we have a tag team, a duo of domination, Mistress Luscious and Lady Lux for you guys today. A, a, a veritable Lucy and Ethel of domination. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, yes. So how are you ladies doing? Absolutely fabulous today. How are you? Perfectoid. I'm just hoping that the audio holds out. Yeah, two fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> So, okay, I'm going to, I will direct the questions to both of you, but um, obviously one at a time, just so that everybody can hear you guys properly. How did the two of you get going? We'll start off with Lux. How did you guys get into domination in the first place? 
Oh, boy. Well, first of all, we have been friends for more than 20 years. Uh, we met even before before we even knew about the whole DS thing. She and I were friends. And over the years, we kind of drifted apart and got back together. And what's really funny is that over the years later on, now that we're adults, all grown up, we realized how many how many parallels, how many similarities that we had throughout our lives, even when we weren't together. Um, we both discovered the DS thing probably around the same time mm-hmm. in our lives, only we weren't even friends at that point in time. You're kidding me. No, that is so unusual. Seriously. So you guys both got into domination, even though you were friends before, you, you know, split apart, which everyone does. And then you both got into domination during that hiatus, if you will, of friendship. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> that is so freaky. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Well, welcome to our world. Yeah. These weird little synchronicities always, always pop up in our lives. <laughs> Yeah, like, this is just too crazy, but it's such an awesome story. So, okay, Lux, how did you find domination? Well, I've always been naturally dominant. I've always wanted to be in control ever since I was quite young. But, you know, I was always ahead of my time and always a rebel at heart. I started reading quite young, and uh, when I was a young teenager, I started reading erotica, and I was very much into Anne Rice books, and I discovered Ah. she wrote under a pseudonym. So I got a hold of the Sleeping Beauty trilogy, and mm-hmm. that set it off for me. I immediately identified with the dominant females, and I said, I want to do that. I want to explore. I want to see what that's about. So I started experimenting with boyfriends at the time. And then probably when I was around 19 years old, so when I started doing it professionally, um, online and on real time, and even the financial domination thing, which, I mean, back then, this is back when the Internet you know, it wasn't near what it is today. <laughs> right. So, you know, the whole femdom thing, I didn't know there was a name for it. And the whole financial domination thing, I didn't even really realize it was an actual fetish at the time. And so mm-hmm. now looking back, realizing, oh, yeah, I was doing that. Yeah, I was doing that, too. There's a name for it. There are other people who are into it also. So that's really how it all began for me. That's really cool. What about you, Luscious? Well, like Lux, I've always been very naturally dominant. However, I didn't really know there was a name for it other than that I could just be a bitch sometimes. <laughs> and, um, and I knew, I knew that, um, you know, it was weird that I treated my boyfriends in certain ways and that I enjoyed it. I knew that there was something uh, a little odd about that. But it wasn't until I was about 21 and um, I was living in Florida and I got a random message online from a slave who said he wanted to clean my house with his toothbrush um, and he didn't want anything from me except to beat him if he didn't clean well enough and he wanted to leave me money. And I thought, surely this can't be real. No way. Well, like I said, I was 21. <laughs> well, that's such a – wait a minute. That's such a random thing to have <laughs> sent to you. Like, I, like, did you have a persona online? Like, I don't – No. How, why would this guy randomly email you that? He probably saw that I was a 21-year-old girl that lived in South Florida, and I'm sure my profile screamed that I was 21. And So which profile? Like, where is it? Um, it was a long time ago. It was a, to say MySpace or oh, something? Oh, no. Even, I mean, this was like – this is 1999. Okay. So <laughs> before MySpace, before Facebook, yeah, I, when Suck was still sucking his thumb, we get it. Yes, I, I, it was probably like an AOL screen name that I had, you know. Ah, uh, okay. Um. So anyway, he messaged me. I mean, we, we had talked a little bit, and he threw that out there at me, and I thought, well, okay, sure, let's give it a shot. I was very adventurous, so I ended up meeting the guy down the street at the beach at a public restaurant. 
Yeah, I, w- I mean, I would never go back and do the things the way I did back then. <laughs> um, but luckily for me, it w- turned out to be a really good experience. And that, that single event is what opened the door for me. Like, you guys have so much randomness that it makes it so unique and cool. That, that is true. Yeah, really. There are so many parallels, so many synchronicities in our lives. It's really uncanny. <laughs> so both of you trip over this when the two of you are not friends at that point. And, I mean, every, you probably stayed friends-ish, but nobody stays in touch, right? Because back then, right. I mean, it wasn't as easy as it is right now right. There wasn't to stay in touch with everybody. Right. There was no Facebook. So right now you can be in contact with people you went to high school with. What's the point of a high school reunion anymore when you're already in contact with everybody on right. pretty much? But, yeah, yeah before so. that, yeah, we lost touch for a while. And then I think it was through MySpace, actually. We found yeah. each other again. Uh-huh. And, again, at another point in our lives where we had some weird synchronicities Major going on. ones, really. And here, yeah. And it, yeah. Well, are you willing to tell us what the synchronicities are? Because it's so cool. Oh, just some personal things, family things, just things that we've been into, um, interests and hobbies that we've had. It's really interesting throughout our lives, all these little things that just kind of come together at different points. Even vanilla things. It's, it's even vanilla things that you know people wouldn't even imagine just yeah just randomly strange things right mm-hmm. it's, it's all, all, all of our lives has been interesting it's kind of like she's like the yin the yin to my yang or you know i'm the bad yeah good cop you know <laughs> <laughs> so is one of you a nicer dom like is one of you more of a seductive dom and the other one's more of a mean dom it depends. I think we can go either way. Mm-hmm. We can go either way. Yeah, we can be played good cop, bad cop uh, when it's needed. We tend to pick up whatever role is needed from us at the time. Like, we're very in sync even, like. Right. It just comes naturally. We can mm-hmm. just naturally. Right. right. One of us will naturally be. Yeah. Here in this situation. Mm-hmm. more aggressive. Yeah. And the other one will just be more, a little more tender, a little more seductive. It's just, yeah, these weird synchronicities and the way we are able to work together and feel each other out without even speaking. See, that's such a very unique and wonderful relationship to have. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, right. Not many people have relationships like that. And to have a friend, you know, somebody who you know you can count on, somebody who you can share these things with, it's really special. You know what? It's so unusual. That's why. I mean, normally women, especially as we've discussed many times, women in femdom can be very catty and very (laughs) mean and very bitchy. Right, it should be that way, I feel. I mean, as women, you know, we're all in control. We're in power. We should be supportive of each other. We should save that bitchiness and that attitude for the lowly subs who are beneath us and, you know, support each other as women. How involved are you in the community? Do you guys kind of stay away from the community? Because, honestly, there are some really good doms that just are like, okay, I don't want anything to do with anybody else simply because (laughs) of the drama. Do you guys kind of tippy-toe into it, or are you right into it? We're into it uh, pretty much, but I don't like to get caught up in the drama. I keep to my own thing. Uh, I don't listen to the gossip. I don't play into that game. And who's talking? Oh, I this, should do this that. This lady Lux. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no problem. We really should do that because <laughs> we're yeah. going, oh, who the hell's talking? <laughs> this yeah. lady Lux, yes. But no, I don't, I don't feed into the drama, the games. I do my own thing. I think Personally, I think to feed into that, it shows weakness and insecurities, and um, I don't have that. I don't need to show that. I'm secure in who I am and what I'm doing, and I'm happy with where I am in life. Beautiful. What do you think, Luscious? Well, um, when it comes to, like, a a local scene, we stay completely away from any sort of um, local. There isn't a whole lot of local BDSM scene in our area so much anyway. There are subs who we can contact who we have 
uh, done real time with. But as far as an actual scene, a BDSM scene, there really isn't so much of one around here. Which is probably a good thing because I found that the scene, if you want to like quote unquote that, that the scene itself offline, it can be even more clicky and harder to <laughs> get into. Yeah. And they think that if you're doing anything online, you're just scum. Blah, 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 and it's just, it's stupid. Right. We, we have always kind of um, seen ourselves as our own gang. Like, <laughs> <laughs> our own clique. Yeah. yeah. I love it. That's perfect. <laughs> Okay, so you guys find each other again on MySpace. All right, now, you, here's the cool thing. Both of these ladies, just so you know, both of these ladies are not coming in separately on Skype here. They are sitting together in the same room because you guys even live near each other, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hang out. Uh, we spend time together almost daily. Yeah. So, But you find each other again on, on MySpace, and were you guys still living close to each other then or no? We were at the time, um, we, but however, I was getting ready to move away. And you ended up going to the same area? No, I moved away where, where we were together. Um, I had moved, and then we stayed in contact, though, the whole time, the, the several years that I had moved away. And then when I came back, I mean, it was kind of just picking up where we had left off. And we've been living consistently near each other now for six years, mm-hmm. over six years consistently. Yes. And so you guys do real-time sessions together? Yes. Yeah, we do. Where where in the country are you? We're located in the Midwest. Perfect, because there's a lot of people looking in that area. Mm-hmm. What state? What state? We are in the um, Texas area. In the Texas mm-hmm. area. Okay, you guys, because I'm getting, do you know, I'm getting a lot of subs going, oh, I wish there was people more in the south. It's like, okay, hello, there's two we right here. We do here. travel. We have traveled. We oh, yes, love to travel. You guys will actually go around and do real-time sessions with, and just, you know, hit the road kind of a thing? Oh, yeah. For the right sub, we will, absolutely. We love to travel together. We love to spend time, visit places. Just recently, she and I um, had a subs in tow and took a trip to New Orleans, and that was a lot of fun. I've always wanted to go to New Orleans. Oh, I think that would be an absolute blast. Let's go. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you don't even need Mardi Gras. Just go well, to any yeah, park. We didn't get yeah. a Mardi Gras thing. We went you create after. Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so you guys are doing real-time sessions together. You you both work online, both separately and together, or mostly separately online? Uh, we do separately and online. So you get, that's what I mean. Yes. So a separately online yeah. Or do you guys do you guys ever team up online? On occasion we do. What do you do primarily online? Are you doing night flirt calls? Are you doing just straight up fendom? For me it's really straight up fendom. I consider um I guess can I say the website? I consider fendoms my church. Mm-hmm. And that's where my slaves and followers and worshippers all go and that's where they can see me on video and chat with me. So that's really what I'm doing is when I'm online, I'm, I'm chatting and making bonds with and training boys, usually all through there, sometimes Skype privately, but, but typically all in church. So you're doing it all at findoms.com? Primarily, yes. I use Night Flirt occasionally if I'm, I feel the mood. I'll use it occasionally. <laughs> Same for me. I do findoms.com primarily. Um, I'm on cam and in chat there almost daily, but I also do the night flirt. I do uh, private sessions on Skype as well. Tell me something. I'm going to address this to Mistress Luscious. What's the worst thing a dom has ever required? Dom. Duh. A sub has ever requested from you, like weird stuff. Oh, you know what's really sad is that there's so many things that come to mind when you ask that. 
<laughs> Go for it. We oh, want to hear about well, it. Well, pick one. <laughs> okay, this is the the reason this one sticks out in my mind is probably because this is within the first year or two that I had really got into um, talking to subs online. This came across. He really wanted me to bake him a cake. And he wanted me to use um, my toenail clippings in the cake. And he also wanted me to get hair from my hairbrush and put it in there and some other really nasty things. (laughs) And at that point, that's where I realized, you know what? I don't take orders. I'm not a, a, you know, baker. (laughs) So, yeah. That, that, that really. Oh, that is so freaking unique. Seriously, I've heard tons. Obviously, we all have, but it's it, that's that takes the cake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Seriously, ew. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't have to do that. Lux, what about you? Oh, <laughs> years and years ago, I had speaking of baking. This one, um, I had one who wanted me who was into the. <laughs> cream pie thing as though he wanted whipped cream in the pie tins and he wanted me to to sit in these and send the empty pie tins to him but that was one I just had to turn down um I'm uh, too much mess to clean up and just something that just really I found no pleasure in personally okay so he didn't want like a video of you sitting in it or anything he just wanted the plate when it was done he, he wanted he wanted the video also and then he Oh, okay. I was going to say. The dirty pie plates as well. Yeah. That one one never happened. Yeah, I drew a line there. I just don't see myself getting any pleasure out of this. pie sitter. Again, whole new new meaning for uh, cream pie. Wow. These guys are just so inventive. And what's cool about that, though, is how different all these subs are and how unique each one of those little fetishes are. Like it it can be so off the wall and crazy. Very interesting. Have you got anybody that you're working with right now that you find really interesting that way? This is uh, Mr. Slushes. I have a sub that comes and goes. I mean, he's been doing this probably for the last 12 years online and I I just call him fart slave. And (laughs) this guy, he likes, you know, back in the day, he I used to just keep a log where I would send a log that said, okay, at 3 p.m., I farted for two seconds. Um, and I would send him this log, and he would pay per fart. And he's come back around. And, of course, now technology is a little bit more advanced. So this guy is looking for someone to record their farts and send him the audio. So, yeah, ladies... Just so you know, there's one out there in case that you think. Oh, there's more than one. Fart's actually a lot bigger than you might think. Oh, the whole farting thing is way bigger than people. So for those of you who are going, ew, farts, it's not that uncommon. Oh, that's just hilarious. Sad though that may be, it's not that uncommon. Okay, I'll go back to Lux on this one. What's your biggest pet peeve about subs? Oh, my big, my biggest pet peeve is lack of communication. You know, just be upfront, be honest about what it is that you are interested in, what what you want, what you're looking for, and what you hope to get out of this relationship, this DS relationship. A lot of the subs they'll come in and they'll tell you what they think you want to hear, 
and then it stops mm-hmm. you really have other things in mind. <laughs> or uh, if it's about the financial domination thing, and if they say they're going to tribute or do something, I expect them to keep their word and follow through. So the subs who aren't able to communicate clearly their intentions or who aren't honest, that is absolutely my biggest pet peeve. I, I pride myself on being honest and um, open. I don't play games. What you see is what you get with me. So mm-hmm. I expect that 100% for my subs as well. Ditto. <laughs> so is that luscious is that your biggest pet peeve too? is that they're not open absolutely does it bother you when they request stuff because some women actually get irked by that that doesn't bother me because i mean go ahead and request it doesn't mean you're going to get it but it's, does it bother you when they do it's that? one thing if it's a sub who has been serving me for a while and he comes to me and says oh goddess i i would i would just love if i could worship a pair of your socks your dirty socks that's one thing but when joe blow from twitter sends a DM and says, goddess, I want to buy your panties. How much? Uh, and then will you do this with them? It's like that, 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 that's kind of on two different levels. In my- well, at that point, it's not really submission. Right. right. It's an order. It's all about the approach. Yeah. It's all about the approach. If you go off and you demand something, no, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you request it and are polite about it and um, sincere in your request, and earn it, then absolutely, I'm willing to take requests. But as you said, that doesn't, you know, I'll listen to your requests but I may not fulfill them. And that seems to be the biggest thing that the ladies have been voicing is the fact that it's not the request, guys. It's how you do it. Don't demand things, because if you're in demand mode, you're not submissive. Exactly. Topping from the bottom. How do you guys think you're different? I'll go with Lux first. How do you think you're different than the rest of the doms out there? For me, I'm, I, don't, I don't play any games. I don't put on a facade. I like to take the time to get to know a sub. I don't demand money up front. I like to know what makes a person tick. I, I really like to watch people and study people and their characteristics and what makes them work. And getting to know a sub and their background, uh, why they like the things that they like, uh, what they're into, I find that so interesting. Luscious, what about you? I would say... One of the main things that makes me different from a lot of doms is that I don't do random drive-by sessions with anybody, whether it was online or real-time. If a boy approaches me and says, Goddess, I'm looking for a masturbation instruction, you know, will you, if I give you $50, will you do that? You know, I, I won't do that. I will only session and train boys who are actually either under consideration to me or belong to me. That's very unique because a lot of the girls will just, like you said, well, they'll, they'll whoever comes, they'll do whatever they're they're asking. Yeah, that, that doesn't and, turn me on. So it has to be someone who is definitely, now it doesn't have to be physically serving you. They can serve you online, right? Absolutely. There are many, many, many ways to serve. What do you guys do when you're not doing the domination? You guys have vanilla jobs too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have vanilla jobs, uh, other things that go on, uh, what do we like to do for fun? Uh, we, we travel. Yeah, we love to travel, hang out by the pool, uh, <laughs> going out, dining. We love to go out to eat. Uh, boating. Yeah, boating, spending time by the water, uh, uh, not really camping. We go glamping. Yeah, <laughs> we don't do the camping. <laughs> you hear that? No, no. We, we rent a yeah. cabin that has the hot tub and the full kitchen and the Wi-Fi and all that. Yeah, we But like it is out in the middle of nowhere. And the campfire, we have the campfire. I'm all about the campfire. She's the fire starter. <laughs> Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. She plays with fire. She does. I love the fire. <laughs> Dangerous, you guys. For all you pyro fetishes out there. Watch out. (laughs) 
So what kinks are each of you into? We'll start with Lux. In other words, the sub's coming to you, and what are some of the things that you really enjoy doing? Oh, well, I went to the Total Power Exchange, of course, first and foremost. Um, mm-hmm. I love to be spoiled and pampered, so I expect my subs. I'm into the financial domination thing, and I expect them to tribute and to do things to please me and spoil me. I'm also into the uh, CBT, humiliation. I'm also quite a bit of an exhibitionist, so I like to kind of show off a little bit and tease and taunt. <laughs> I'm, I'm into a little bit of everything. My hard limits are definitely, I'm not into the age play. I'm not at all into diapers. I worked in daycare and long ago. <laughs> That'll I, do it. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> That is freaking brilliant. <laughs> Seriously. All you got to do is do that for like five minutes. Seriously. And you know what? No, no, I'm not a mommy. Bye-bye. That's exactly. That is so, so true. <laughs> so, yeah, those are my hard limits, and those are the things that I'm really into. Luscious, what about you? Um, Like Lux, it's the total power exchange that really is what sets me off. You know, I one thing that she didn't mention just now that I know she's going to wish she did, we are both really, really fond of the Violet Wand. Oh, yes. And Electrical Play. Yay. Oh, that's so cool. It's my favorite, too. Yes. <laughs> it, you can do so many things with that. So I really like that um, as far as, you know, when you're in person with somebody. I have a, a local slave who he very seldomly is ever in the same room as me, but he does things where, you know, if I'm on my way to work, I can call him and say, you know, you need to go by my house and you need to put my clothes in the washer into the dryer for me. Turn it on and then you need to water my plants. Like, I can tell him to do those things while I'm gone, and he'll do them for me. Um, or if I need coffee creamer in the morning, the night before, I'll tell him to, you know, go to the store and on your way to work, drop this coffee creamer off on the front porch so that I have it when I wake up. Even though that may not be fetish-based, to me, that is complete servitude. He's rearranging his, his day and his schedule to, to do these little tiny things that actually make a big difference to me. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that's not, it's not fetish per se, but right. it's to, he's, he's still serving. Absolutely. It, I think it's brilliant. Absolutely. And that I really enjoy that. That is absolutely amazing that you've, you can trust him to be able to go into your play. Absolutely. That is so cool. Were you guys ever bullied as kids? In middle school. Or were you the bully? Yeah, in middle school, there was some <laughs> bullying. Yeah, there was bullying in middle school. There was this one girl. <laughs> oh, this girl, should be good. Yeah, who was not very nice uh, to me and to some of my other friends. And I remember um, one day at lunch, there was this girl who was a couple years older than us, and she was watching everything that was going down. And she came over and she went up to the bully and started pushing the bully. And hey, how do you like that? How do you like that? It kind of took us under her wings, and that was it. I guess I don't know. In a way, maybe that actually could have been the moment when you went. Mm-hmm, you know, and it planted that seed because exactly. it did, like most people don't get it is this stuff starts really, really, really right. early. Not <laughs> does not start when you hit puberty. It's way before then. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I tell guys that a lot of times they're like, I don't understand why I'm into female domination. And it's like it's as simple as where you push down and sat on on the on the schoolyard. <laughs> it really is. Like my daughter actually was telling the story about how she when she was in I think it's like she said grade one or two or something out in the playground she used to meet this kid for a daily ball kicking (laughs) wait one and two i didn't know any of this at the time i'm like i have no idea she was doing this because she would kick him and his reaction would make her laugh 
and so this became their little ritual. And I went, oh, great. You've just created another ball kicking oh, play. My. Oh, wow. All right. When I was in first grade and on the playground, we had the boys merry-go-round and the girls merry-go-round. <laughs> the boys was blue and the girls was red. And there was this little boy who I had this huge crush on little blonde boy. Well, he tried to get on the girls' merry-go-round, and I remember I jumped off, picked up a rock, and I chunked it at his head. It hit him right in the forehead. He starts crying. The teacher comes over and makes me walk him to the principal's office. So the entire way to the principal's office, I'm like, please don't tell on me. Please don't tell. I don't want to get in trouble. And we get to the office, and they ask what happened, and he says, I fell down and hit my head on a rock. He didn't even tell on me. Oh, how? That's how it's really cool. Oh, totally. That's, you mix all those things in, and it's, trust me, it's planting seeds. Oh, that's beautiful. Let me ask you, ladies, does penis size matter? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Because I, I get people who will say, well, you know, it's not that big of a deal. You're just a size queen. And it's like, no, that tells me you haven't had big dicks. That tells, that tells me either that or they have a small penis so their partner has a small penis and they don't want to insult or and to be fair there are some women who are small in stature who literally it hurts like hell to take a huge dick i'll give you that but it's come on come on it's rare right no absolutely size does matter it does it really does size (laughs) and technique both yeah because you can't have one without the other because then well, yeah, you can't just use it and that's right. it. Yeah. That's a shame. You got to know how to wield it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's one for you guys. Do you believe in female supremacy? No. Based on cuz a lot of women will go, "Oh yeah, totally." Okay, but no, no. Female supremacy, if we're going to we're going to map this out the way it's supposed to be, all women are better than all men. Absolutely. Do you think that? Yes, I would say. You really? Yes. Right. I think, yeah, looking back in history, I mean, there are women who have been in control, women who have been in power. But at some point throughout society, it was decided or men decided that they were the ones who were supposed to be in control, that they were the better leaders. But really, in all reality, I firmly believe that women are meant to lead. Women are better at organization. They're better at multitasking. Uh, I think they are much better equipped for leading. Men are better equipped for working for the labor. What do you think, Lushes? I I agree completely for a simple fact that a woman can give life. You know, we, we are the bearers of life. But I don't necessarily feel that every woman that there is is better just because she's a female like she has the potential whether she embraces it or not that's another thing absolutely that's that's exactly what i'm saying unfortunately some women are not able to embrace that and that's sad (laughs) sad it's so true (laughs) i like the way you put it it's just sad we feel bad for them yeah so do you guys do, like, clips and stuff? Are you guys doing, like, clips for sale, things like that? Mm-hmm. I have some clips. Um, I'm going to start doing more. We've talked about doing more clips together. So that is something to look forward to in the future. Well, I was going to say, because what are some of your future projects? That's got to be one of them. Absolutely. That definitely is doing some more clips. Absolutely. Lots and lots of clips. I do have a, a what is it? I love, I want clips. I just started that gallery, and then I have my night flirt, which I've been putting clips on as well. Um, right, just building up my night flirt. I want to do more with that also. Really, I just, I like the way that I've been doing things. Um, I like the pace that I'm going at. I like the subs that I have. I'm, I would welcome more, absolutely. But I like, I like the pace that I'm going and where I am at this point. Luscious, what about you? I don't do, gen- like, generic clips for sale. I'm, every now and then I'm, I may make a clip 
specifically for one of my subs, but um, I don't have any of them for sale to like the general public. So you are very, and, and I think this is beautiful. You are very, it's about me and my subs. I am not just, you know, cause because I think it's coming to you from you guys don't really do this for a living per se. Yes. In other words, you can be all about just your subs, whereas someone else who's doing this 24-7 has to pretty much grab onto everything she can possibly grab onto. Exactly, right. Yeah, we're doing this because it's our fetish. It's what pleases us. We're not doing it because we need it to get by. It's not our profession. And that's what I think sets the two of you apart, though, is the fact that especially for Luscious, in your case, with this, no, I'm only going to involve myself with the people who have been lucky enough to be included into my little fold as opposed to, oh, I'm just going to chuck clip after clip after clip after clip out there. Oh, well, I'll, you know, I I will be real honest and fair too. I'm also a little bit lazy and self-indulgent. So (laughs) the idea of, you know, making a bunch of clips in a store and having, uh, I just, you know, too much work. I love yeah. it. It's great. It's too much work. For me, it is. It may not be for somebody else, but it is. I like that. What do you guys love about being a dom? Oh, everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> I love being in control. Love the attention. Love the gifts. I love the feeling I get from it. Just the sense of empowerment. It, it Natural high. Absolutely. It makes me happy. It gives me pleasure to talk to my subs on a daily basis to get that to get that from them. Absolutely love it. A bond. It's a Definitely. Video. And again, I think it enables you to be a better dom because you're not, and I, I'm not saying that those who do this 24-7 are doing it wrong or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that when you're doing it for the love of doing it, as opposed to, oh, this looks like a good way to make money. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to show in your session. It's going to come out that way because you guys are just so in love with what you're doing and not just doing it because you have to. Absolutely. We're in love with ourselves. <laughs> hey, I am planning on doing a show on the very fine line between domination and psychopathy, actually. Because <laughs> there really is. It's You can be a functioning psychopath, guys. Ow, so, and it's a very, very, very interesting Look at it because go ahead. Well, and and we all do. Sorry, Mm -hmm. guys. There's a lot of functioning psychopaths out there, and when you look at the characteristics, they're actually very similar. (laughs) Yes, they are (laughs) extremely similar. And let's call a spade a spade. There's some people out there who really shouldn't be doms because they are psychopaths and they're going way too far. But hey, you know, you got to look out for what you're doing. Luscious, what turns you on? Um, having complete power, being able to manipulate a boy in my hands like he's clay. So if you're out on a date, do you want to be with a guy who's submissive or be with a guy who's alpha? Well, it depends on the date, where we're going. <laughs> um, <laughs> but can you see yourself with more of a submissive guy or see yourself with more of a, an alpha guy? Absolutely submissive. Really? Okay. Some women are just like, absolutely not. I would never, ever date a submissive. Well, those women maybe weren't married to the same alpha that I was married to long ago. So, you know. You're here. I, uh, it, it's just not, um, for me, I don't, I don't need somebody challenging my power. You know, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> so I really, I enjoy having a servant. Um, I can fall in love with somebody who sacrifices themselves for me, but to try to fall in love or to love somebody who wants me to sacrifice for them is just completely against everything in me. 
because there's a, most submissive men, and I, I will say this again and again, the ratio of true alpha males to submissive males, submissive being 80%, alpha males being 20%, there are far more submissive males. And I think it's not fair. Like, they get out there and they're like, well, you know, there's a dominant woman. She won't ever want to be with me. And that's not true. No. A lot of them do want to be with alpha males, and I can't understand that myself. It's just I would not want to be in a relationship with an alpha male because I would probably kill him. But when I see um, <laughs> online someone saying something about, oh, I was with my alpha today, it, it just – I have to go back and look at who's saying it because it seems so submissive to say that even. It just seems strange to me. It's, it's yeah, not it's comfortable true. for me. Right. But in, and to be fair, though, it, it's perfectly fine yeah. for a dominant to be submissive. You can be submissive to your guy if you want to be. There's, I don't think that takes away from your domination at all. Do you? I say if it, whatever makes that woman happy. There you go. Happiness is the whole point. What about what turns you guys off? Uh, what turns me off? Uh, somebody who is domineering. Somebody who is uh, loud, uh, unfaithful, uh, liars, game players. I just, you know, there's a lot of that out in the world. I I prefer people in my life who deal with their day-to-day -day dealings with uh, honesty and integrity. So both of you guys would rather be with submissive males personally in your life? Um, yeah, I, yes. Um, I want a man who is alpha in his day-to-day -day life, as in his job and his yes. career, but behind closed doors and with me, I want him to be a complete submissive. Yes. So in other words, you don't want the whiny little guys that are going to be going, can no. I go to the bathroom now? No. Can I do this now? Can I? Yeah, Absolutely there's not. a big difference. No. <laughs> No, no, no. Lux, who's your biggest influence? I don't know. Anne Rice, I think, had a huge influence on my life and the way I see things, um, not just with her Sleeping Beauty trilogy, but with her, you know, her vampire trilogy book or vampire books as well. Um, I grew up reading all of her books. And like I said, she's what introduced me to the DS lifestyle. So I love her writing. I love who she is as a person and the things that she does with her life. So I'd say that, yeah, she's been a huge influence on my life and where I am at this point and uh, the dominant that I am. Luscious, what about you? Um, in a BDSM sense, um, it would be Betty Page. Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, she was the first of her time to really, you know, put herself out there in the fetish way mainstream, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. So I, I really admire that. But my, my idol or uh, person that I look up to is Audrey Hepburn. Nice. Very classy. Very, very nice. She's all for so, my house. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Most people have Marilyn Monroe. Oh. It's nice to see Audrey getting some respect. If you guys could be anything else in the world, if you couldn't be a Dom, what would you want to be? I'd want to be the star of a travel show on the Travel Channel so I could just travel all over the world, do a show, talk about the places I visit, the things I see, the food I eat. That would be my dream job right there. Luscious, what about you? I would be the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You, you guys were separated at birth. Everybody thinks we're sisters. They really mm -hmm. do. We get that more often. Than, than not. Yeah. Are you two sisters? Even strangers mm -hmm. who don't know us just look at us and ask if we're sisters. I don't know what it is. I, I don't we both know. have dark hair, dark eyes, and I don't know. But that's really it. just this vibe that we have together. Mm -hmm. this that's that what do. it is, yeah, because people will automatically just go, oh, you guys sisters, and it's just because you guys click. <laughs> right. All right, some wacky questions. What do you guys like to watch on TV? Oh, I don't watch near enough t near near as much TV as I used to. Um, I was really into the whole um, reality show thing for a while. Love watching Survivor, Top Chef. Love those shows. 
I just started Lush watching a new one actually called Mr. Robot, and I'm really into that one. Mr. Robot, never heard That's of it. About a hacker, Christian Slater is in it, and yeah, it's actually very interesting. That's really cool. A reality show I've watched in a while. So you guys mostly like Netflixing that kind of thing? I don't really Netflix. Uh, I have two modes. I have NBA season mode. I'm really into watching shows like on Discovery, which are about the universe or, um, you know, anything that has to do with physics or... Through the wormhole? Oh, yes. Love. Right? Yeah. Love that one. Doesn't get any better than Morgan. Oh, I know. He's wonderful. So I, I watch a lot of shows like that, but everything is dvr I don't watch anything when it comes on. Yeah. When, and very few people actually are carrying cable anymore. Most are just, you know, using the internet and that's it. You don't, yeah, you don't need, really need to have cable. No, you don't. So you don't really need the, well, you need the TV. <laughs> but still, you don't really need the cable. How about fast food? Do you guys eat fast food? Uh, probably way too much fast food. <laughs> cool. Favorite, favorite, favorite. Everyone wants to know, what's your favorite fast food? Chick-fil-A. I'm ashamed to admit, I love the Chick-fil-A. Crazy about Chick-fil-A. The filet du chick. <laughs> <laughs> Luscious. What if that's the French version? <laughs> the filet du chick. <laughs> so what about you, Luscious? Um, I really like McDonald's. I would have to say I'm guilty of that. We don't have Chick-fil-A in Canada. So I've never had Chick-fil-A. Oh, you're missing out. I'm sorry. I, I, you know what? I've never, there's so many things. I've never had Sonic. Oh. oh. I, I have always wanted to drive into a Sonic and go in, because it's so classically old-fashioned with the drive-in, and it's just, it's so cool. Sonic is bad. Yeah. That's, that's a bucket list thing for me. I have to come south, and I have to go to a Sonic. I don't care where it is. I have a sub from Canada who came to visit recently, and yeah, I took him to the Sonic. He wanted to go to Sonic. So I took him totally. To Sonic. <laughs> Because we're inundated, because all of our TV comes from the States. I mean, there's Canadian television, but okay, forget it. But all of our TV comes from the States. So you sit there and you're watching all these commercials going, oh, my. Like, I only had Denny's a couple years ago. You're not. Seriously. Like, it's so sad. And I miss IHOP. I mean, I grew up with IHOP because I grew up in Detroit. So I'm like, oh, I miss IHOP. But Detroit never had Sonic. Sonic's a southern state thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So I've never had Sonic, never had, there's so many things that I haven't had. <laughs> just like, okay, I want to go down and start poking. Um, oh, Popeye's chicken and ribs. Sorry, I've never had those. Oh, I love the beans and rice from Popeye's. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So if these guys want to get you some gift certificates, make a mental note. You'll, <laughs> you'll do it for McDonald's, anything. Send it. <laughs> I, did get just, I, I did just get a Subway gift card. I'm like, hey, what are they trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating this healthy shit. I'll give it away as a birthday present to someone. It's always good to take your gifts and give them away anyways. It's such a nice burn. It feels good. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. What about music? Oh, I have a really very eclectic taste in music. I like everything. I'm really not into hardcore rap or country, but I love everything from classical music. I'm a huge Chopin fan. I love the big band music, Frank Sinatra, uh, Michael Buble, Harry Connick Jr., Diana Krall. Love Cake and Weezer, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, modern stuff. I A little bit of everything. Luscious, what about you? Same thing. Uh, everything. Everything that she just said. Same thing. Except I'm more fond of Mozart. Oh, that's it. Cat fight. <laughs> it's going to be a Chopin Mozart moment, you guys. It's, it's going to get ugly. It's up. And it's, it's, You're going down, Lush. Oh, that's my right. God. That's it. 
It's it's mud wrestling time in Texas. <laughs> Get the water hose. Oh, they wish. <laughs> they wish they could see you guys doing that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> I would make for one hell of a clip, let me tell you. It would probably be the best-selling clip of all time. Hey. Okay, that's it. Go. Chopin versus Mozart. Here we go. You can both wear And go. <laughs> Have the music playing in the background. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God, it's a clip. I'm telling you. It is. There we go. <laughs> so is there anything you want anybody to know about you guys that we haven't touched on? Lux? Basically, what you see is what you get with us. Uh, we're a dynamic duo, so if you're willing to dare to give us a try, come on, bring it on. Yeah, that's a pretty serious dare, because most boys can't handle Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> most boys can't handle one of us, so... Let alone two, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. We have that intimidation yeah. factor going on. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, ladies. I'm so glad you were able to finally get here and get this done. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. This was a delight. It really was. I super appreciate it. It's, you know, it's amazing to meet all these wonderful new people, and you guys are now new to me, and, and now you're not, and it's great. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much again. Yes, thank you, Dr. Sue. You're very welcome. Two spectacular women with two very distinctly different domination styles. I get visions of Romy and Michelle's high school reunion when I think of them. The movie with Lisa Kudrow and Mira Sorvino back in 97. Somehow I can see Lux and Luscious arguing over who's the Mary and who's the Rhoda. If you saw the movie, you'd know what I mean. Or, like I said, Lucy and Ethel. Either way, they are absolutely delectable, and I'm sure if you're around Texas, they'd be happy to show you Lucy and Ethel 2.0. Fuck you, Ricky. We're going to the club without you. In the meantime, hit up InBedWithDrSue.com and check out their show page for all the links to get in touch with either of these devious doms. Only three episodes left in the summer of domination. (laughs) Oh, my, how time flies. I miss my summer. Don't forget to hit up thedrsuereview.com for more info on your favorite fetishes. And until the next Summer of Domination show, this is Dr. Sue saying thanks for listening. I'll catch you on the flipper. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.